Hello, creators. I hope you have been enjoying the Full Time Influencer podcast so far. Lately, we have been doing a lot more guest podcast episodes, and so today I'm going to switch it up a little bit and do a solo episode. So this week it's actually my birthday week, and it's actually on November 15th. So I thought it would be a good time to do some reflections and share five lessons that I have learned at the age. 35. Now, while these lessons are not necessarily directly tied to social media, they are closely related, and I do hope that some of this will still be helpful for you. I posted a carousel on my Instagram about these lessons and reflections that I've had recently, and a lot of people resonated in the DMs and in the comments. So I thought that this would be a good time to go more in depth, to elaborate a little bit more, and share some of my thoughts, experiences in. In the hopes that this may be helpful for you as well. Welcome to the Full Time Influencer Podcast. I'm your host Tina Lee, and I'll be sharing industry knowledge and social media tips through weekly interviews with established creators and Q and A sessions. Our goal is to help you decode social media, become a full time influencer, and do what you love for a living. Let's dive in. Lesson number one that I have learned is to let go of expectations. Be realistic, do your best, and enjoy the process. Don't let any number results get you down. Let me elaborate a little bit. So I love setting goals. I love to come up with like numbers that I would like to hit and milestones that I have to achieve and. Bucket list that I have to go and do, and this gives me a lot of satisfaction to create these lists and then check off things from the list. And it's also just really fun to look back and see whether you have achieved them or not. However, what I have realized is that sometimes these become quite toxic for me because as I create these number goals and、um, expectations that I have arbitrarily set for myself, if I don't end up achieving the number goals, then I am very, very disappointed. I am feeling extra burnt out. I am feeling like my efforts were not worthwhile, and that I was simply not good enough, or that I did something wrong. And so, this was me last year. Actually, I set some number goals for my business in terms of revenue, and I just missed my ideal goal just by a little bit. And I remember being so disappointed. And then also, the Instagram platform was going through fluctuations in engagement, and my account engagement was going up and then down and then up and then down. And during those times, I was. Feeling so much despair and thinking like, oh my god, this is the moment that my career ends, and then I will never get another brand deal, and nobody will ever watch my stories ever again, and this is the end. This year, what I have learned,、um, actually more recently, is that I really need to let go of these expectations, and maybe rather than strict number goals that I have to attain, it would be better to set habit goals. So, for example. Set a goal to habitually create five great posts a week. Versus, I need to grow a hundred thousand followers by the end of the year, or something else like that. What I had forgotten during my process of trying to improve myself and trying to further 
after my business was that I was no longer enjoying the process. When I first started this influencer journey, this this content creation journey, I enjoyed every single aspect of it. I remember at the beginning of my journey in late 2016, in early 2017, I was just so happy to go out and create content and to post it on Instagram. I didn't care as much how it performed. I didn't care as much how fast I was growing. And if I did grow faster, it was a positive surprise. It was like a bonus. It was a plus, a cherry on top of just being able to do what you enjoy. And I think over time, that got buried a little bit under the surface of needing to publicly achieve a lot of things. And I think because a lot of what I do is um, public facing, I mean, it's not like I'm like famous or anything, but I do think that there are people watching what I do. There are, um, whether it's just peers or competitors or just people who follow me who just like what I put out there, um, I sometimes do feel like people are observing um, what I do. And so I have this like incredible pressure and expectation that I put on myself to always be doing better, to be doing more, to achieve more. It doesn't really help that social media is a place where people tend to like to share a lot of their achievements, a lot of the things that they have achieved in part to share their wins with people, which is great, you know, motivate other people, but also partially it can be to further their business, to further their brand. You know, a lot of people say fake it till you make it or like you got to share your wins, which I don't really agree with the fake it till you make it, but I definitely agree with sharing your wins. So I understand where it's coming from. But for the people watching, it can definitely make you feel like you're not doing enough, like everyone else is racing ahead or they're doing better or that they're doing this other brand deal or they're making this other product or they're branching out into this other industry or they just did this collab or whatever, right? So a lot of the times as we watch other people achieve success, it makes us feel like we're not achieving enough or it makes us want to also set unrealistic expectations for ourselves. But it's very, very important for us to understand that other people's success does not diminish our efforts. Not everyone will grow at the same rate. Not everyone will get brand deals at the same amount or with the same types of brands. And not everyone will achieve business goals and accelerate their business at the same rate. And that is okay. Everyone has different circumstances and we all move forward at our own pace. And what I have really learned in the past, I would say month or maybe two months, is to just accept my own pace, to accept that I am moving forward with my business, with my brand at my own pace. And when I finally came to that realization that I don't have to go at the same pace as everyone else and I don't have to set strict expectations and goals for my business. That's when I felt very free and when I was able to actually get more clarity on where I want to take my personal brand, my business brand, um, and just what to do from here. So I really wanted to share that with you in case you are going through similar things where you feel defeated or you feel disappointed by your progress. Know that you will be moving forward at your own pace and that is totally okay. 
everyone learns lessons throughout their journey at different rates and they will experience different things. And there's some luck involved, but and there's a lot of, you know, your effort that dictates what outcomes you get. But as long as you are trying your best and as long as you are enjoying the process, that is ultimately, ultimately the most important thing. And I know that sounds corny, but it is so important to understand that because the moment that you can let go of expectations, that's when you will enjoy what you are doing a lot more. So remember why you're doing this, let go of those goals and expectations and don't let any kind of number fluctuations get you down. I know that the Instagram algorithm has been pretty unpredictable lately, and I would say most of social media is very much like that nowadays, um, including like TikTok. The reach is totally unpredictable. Sometimes you might go totally viral. Sometimes you reach nobody, right? Don't let these numbers get to you. These numbers don't define who you are as a creator. And it's important to remember why you started your influencer journey, why you enjoy doing this, right? Do you enjoy the process? What are the things that light you on fire, that give you passion, that give you drive? Go back to those things and just keep pursuing those things instead of focusing on the numbers. This brings me to lesson number two, and that is to let go of control. Now, I am a control freak in a lot of aspects of my life, and I think it has to do with my upbringing. My family is very much a more controlling family, not in necessarily a bad way, but they just always like to be in control of their environment, of how things are done, and um, that's just how I grew up. And so my attitude towards a lot of things is that I need to feel like I am in control, that I need to predict the outcome accurately, that I need to know what's coming next, that I need to have a clear plan, etc., And recently, what I have really learned is that I need to let go of this control. Even if I can't predict exactly what's going to happen or I cannot control the outcome, I will be okay and that everything will turn out okay. The truth is, a lot of things are out of our control in this life, especially especially right now in this current economy, I would say. Um, I think we like to really think that, oh, because I put in X amount, I should get Y outcome and that it should be linear. But right now, more than ever before, a lot of things are out of our control and we need to accept that, understand that, and just keep moving forward. And specifically, I am referring to the economy um, because we are going through a weaker economy. Most people are saying that there's definitely going to be a recession in the next half year or a year or even two years potentially. And the second thing I am referring to is algorithms. I think now more than ever before, especially on Instagram, there has been more fluctuation in the algorithm than than before. Before TikTok and the interest algorithm where people are shown things based on their interest versus based on who they follow, our reach on Instagram has been relatively predictable and we wouldn't see a lot of huge upticks or huge drops. But things are changing, and I'm sure you have probably noticed it as well. 
And quite frankly, this is out of our control. This is a natural evolution that platforms have to go through in order to adjust the algorithm to try and make it better for the user experience to evolve with the times to compete with their competitors, whatever the reason is. I mean, there's a million reasons why Instagram is continually changing their platform or changing their algorithm. But for us as creators, we need to understand that we don't have control over certain things and we need to do the best that we can and then be okay with not being in control. The third lesson that, that I learned this year in particular um, is that there is no end goal. And let me explain that to you a little bit. I used to think that everything that I did would ultimately lead to one end goal. And by the time I reached that end goal, I would stop doing whatever it is that I'm doing. For example, when I make X amount of dollars, I will stop selling this product. Or when I reach this follower account, then that is the ultimate goal. For example, like if I reach a million followers, then, oh my God, that's it for me. Or when I make $10 million, then I'm going to quit this job. Or when I have babies, then I can't continue to travel. Or when I have babies, then people will no longer want to tune in and that would be the end of my career. So I always felt like there was this, this limit. There is this end to what we do on social media. And I think I have this feeling because a career in social media at, for as a personal brand is a very new concept. No one has really seen the, the full cycle of it, right? We, we are still developing as creators, as people with personal brands on the internet. And people are still evolving and the platforms are still evolving and changing. And we are evolving and changing along with these platforms, along with all of the changes on social media. And I used to really think that like, okay, in five years, I'm not going to do this anymore. Or in, in three years, if I can make this much, then I'm going to quit. The truth is, we will just keep going for the most part. Like there is no real end goal here. There's not a right moment to start something or to end something. And I used to think that it had to be all or nothing. I used to think that if if I'm not achieving my most ideal goals, then this is no longer working. Then I can't continue with this career, with this business. But that's just not true. The only true thing is that you just got to keep moving forward. You just got to stay consistent and keep pushing forward, keep doing what you know is right for you. And as you move forward along this path, you will gain more and more clarity along the way. Did you know that there are at least 11 ways to make money on Instagram? Creators are making six or even seven figures by sharing their passions online, and you can too. I created a free guide called the Ultimate Instagram Monetization Guide, covering all the ways you can monetize your account, even if you don't have any followers yet. In this guide, you'll find step-by-step -step tips, resources, and links so you can start making money from Instagram today. Head to successfulinfluencer.com slash monetize to download your copy or click the link in the description of this episode. Now back to the show. Also, growth is not always linear. 
right? As you continue to move forward, you're not necessarily linearly moving towards upwards towards one final ultimate goal. You could just be moving forward and then realizing, oh, hey, I want to change my goals. Like I, my original end goal of starting this particular business is no longer panning out. So I'm going to switch and I'm going to move in this other direction. That doesn't mean that your career is finished or that suddenly you are wrong. It just means that as you progress forward, you sometimes need to switch and pivot and change paths. And that doesn't mean that it's coming to an end. It just means that you continue to move forward in a slightly different way. And ultimately, the only thing that truly matters is that as you move forward and progress, you enjoy the process and you continually evolve and learn. I do think that a lot of what I'm sharing with you today, like letting go of control or um, realizing that you got to move forward, that there is no end goal, comes from a place of slight insecurity because of the nature of social media. The nature of social media is that it changes very fast. It is very fast paced and um, you need to keep up with what's going on. And so there, that results in a certain amount of pressure. It means that the more you do, usually the more outcome you will see. And so that whenever you take a break, you might think that you are being lazy or that other people are moving forward and you are not, right? And so that causes a lot of anxiety. And so I think a lot of these feelings are rooted from um, the nature of social media and how that makes us as human beings feel. For example, if I was working a regular nine to five, just climbing the corporate ladder, I don't think I would feel like there is an end goal. I would just keep ascending the corporate ladder in a very linear way where every two years I get a raise, I get a promotion, or I move to a different company, but I keep moving up the ranks. And so you just keep moving forward without thinking that there was going to be an end goal. But with social media, because everything is quite unpredictable and there have even been platforms that have just entirely been shut down like Vine, you never really feel like you're in control. You never really feel like you can just safely continue to move forward every single year, every other year, you know, every two, three years, and then continually evolve and grow as a creator. It feels like oh, maybe next year will be the last year that I'll do this. Like, oh, when my engagement decreases to a certain point, then I can't do this anymore. So you fill your head with these almost like negative beliefs because of the uncertainty. And that can really, really get to you. And it definitely got to me at some point. And so what I have done this year is really done some introspective thinking and try to understand why I feel this anxiety, why I feel like I have no control and why I feel so anxious about it, um, why I feel like it's always going to come to an end. And after all this self-reflection, that's how I came up with these lessons to share with you today. Now, another problem that I see happen a lot with creators is that because a lot of us are type A people, and that is why we are drawn to this entrepreneurial journey, to being our own boss, to work for ourselves. That causes a lot of us to want to just keep moving forward and wanting more. We want more followers. We want more engagement. We want more brand deals. We want more business sales. Like we just want more. And the moment that you stop for a second, 
it feels like all of our peers are racing ahead and we are falling behind. And then we self sabotage, we feel terrible about ourselves, we feel envy and jealousy and all of those negative feelings. And so, this is my fourth lesson that I have learned is that it's okay to sometimes be stagnant. It's okay to even take a step back if you need to and not move forward. For six years since I started my influencer journey, I have only wanted to move forward. I wanted to grow more. I wanted to make more. Like, I just wanted more of everything. Like, I'm pretty greedy. I'm pretty ambitious. And I just kept like launching things or like creating things and starting a new platform and so on and so forth. And I would even argue that I'm, I'm not moving as fast as I would like. And before now, I would beat myself up over it. I would beat myself up over the fact that I don't feel like I'm moving as fast as some of my peers. And, you know, it doesn't help that I like to compare myself to the best of my peers, the most top, top performing, the highest performing people in my industry. I like to compare myself to them. The truth is just that everyone's circumstance is different. It doesn't matter whether they are better than you or they have more people on their team or they had more resources or if they're just naturally more talented. You are doing your best work. And so you need to give yourself credit. This is kind of like self talk here. I need to give myself credit and I need to be okay with not always moving forward at the same pace as the people that are my peers or even people that I look up to. And sometimes you have to take a step back. So for all of these years, I have been moving forward and moving forward and just rushing and trying to keep up with everyone.、Um, or that's how I feel. Maybe that's not how it seems. And oftentimes I don't spend the time to slow down and set better foundations, to set up systems for my business, to set up better structure, to hire more people once I have set up this structure so that they can actually help me get more done. And move forward faster. So I've never really slowed down to do that. And lately, what I have decided is that I'm going to stop trying to keep pushing for more immediate results and really slow down to set up better systems, structures, and foundations for my business. And also to really rethink my personal brand and really go forward in a more clear direction. So, what I have been doing in terms of like actual things, like tangible things and strategies, is I have been laying out all of my different platforms and all of my different content types, categorizing them, and then trying to understand how many different brands should I have? How should I segment them? How should I differentiate the content on the different platforms that I'm putting out? And how can I rebrand? To, to better represent how I want to move forward. And what this means is I am taking time away from launching new things, from promoting my products, from, you know, pitching to more brands so that I can get more brand deal income. But it also means that I'm taking time to be okay with that, to stay stagnant and feel comfortable about it. Even if other people are racing ahead, they're doing exciting things, they're taking on new brand deals, they're traveling to another place, or they're traveling to like 10 different places in one month, or they're doing something really exciting, that doesn't mean that I have to constantly keep up with their pace. 
and I have decided that at least for the next two months or so, I'm going to go at my own pace, and I feel really happy about it. If I take a step back and pause for a little bit, whether it's to build better systems or whether it's just to give myself a little bit of a break, it can lead to more possibilities in the future. Because once you get more clarity, you can potentially move forward faster. And even if I gain more clarity and I don't move forward faster, that's okay as well. Because I needed this time for me. I needed to take a break, take a step back to be happy for other people and all of their progression and their wins. Because like I said earlier in this episode, other people's wins does not diminish your efforts that you have put into furthering yourself. And I think too often, we forget that. Now, the last lesson I want to share with you is that investing in knowledge and investing in learning from others who have gone further than you is ultimately the single best thing you can do for yourself and your business. So recently, I actually invested in a multiple five-figure mastermind. It is the most expensive program, mastermind, whatever you want to call it, that I have ever invested in in the last six years. And I decided to take the leap and make this very large investment because I knew that You know, I have been building this personal brand for six years and I have been running the full-time influencer business for two plus years. And I I feel like I kind of know what I'm doing, (laughs) but ultimately you still need to learn from other people who have walked different paths or have gone a bit further than you in order to grow and progress yourself. I think sometimes we think that, oh, because I have observed everything that is out there, I have uh, taken in all of the free info, and so I can just learn this on my own. Like, if I just trial and error, I will be able to get to the same end goal. And I think that may well be true, but the thing is, I want to get to my end goals faster. And quite simply, I don't know what I don't know, right? The things that other people know and that maybe has never occurred to me, could be the one thing that stops me from making a huge mistake in my business. Or it could be the the thing that will help me propel my business to a certain level even faster. It could be the education that could give me a new perspective or look into different industries or niches or or something like that. It's very important to stay open-minded to learning and to be humble enough to always learn from other people because everyone has something to offer. Everyone has gone through something different than you. And so the moment that you can um, be open to learning from people, you will also be able to progress and expand your mind. Of course, at some point, once you have learned enough, it's a matter of more implementation and execution than learning. But I do think that every step along the way, in order to get over the next hurdle and get to the next level, the learning part is very crucial and the willingness to to learn from others and to take other people's advice and to see how you can improve yourself and see how you can further your knowledge base is very, very important. So if you listening, you have been wanting to learn more about the influencer marketing industry or you haven't been able to crack the code or you just haven't seen enough growth or brand deals, then I encourage you to also invest in yourself. Invest in knowledge. 
Learn from other people who have done it that you trust, that you think can provide more knowledge and value to you so that you can get to your goals faster as well. Since we last opened the doors to the full-time influencer program, we have welcomed hundreds of new creators to the program. And also this time I did a huge update to FTI and I introduced probably over 50% of new lessons, updated the old lessons and made new lessons, added new ones, and put a new focus on video content, how to tell better stories, how to let your personality shine and grow that way instead of having a more narrow niche. And I also added more details on how to calculate your rate in this current influencer marketing industry and also how to monetize beyond brand deals. So there's a lot of new things there and there is a lot of industry nuance that gets discussed in my program that people just don't share out there in the public so if you are interested in furthering your personal brand and truly taking this seriously as an influencer i really encourage you to check out our show notes and see if this program is right for you because this could really be the program that can catapult you from just trying to figure it out on your own trying to grow and just trying to send out emails to various different brands and not understanding why it doesn't work to really be able to establish a strong personal brand, grow your following and land the deals that you've always wanted to land. So I encourage you to check out the show notes for more information on how you might be able to join the full-time influencer program. All right, that is it for this episode. While this isn't our usual, you know, three tips or five resources type of podcast episode, I do hope that you found the lessons helpful. These are all lessons that I have felt very deeply recently and really wanted to share that with you in case it resonates with somebody, in case it can help somebody listening out there. And I hope you can move forward with confidence, let go of the expectations, let go of control, and just really do your best and enjoy the process. Thanks again for tuning in to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who could benefit from it, and I'll see you in the next one.